Undisclosed Bunker Studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. Sanchez, 101.5 FM, 7.20 AM, on the Talk of Las Vegas, Tuesday edition of the show. Glad to be with you. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the conversation. 702-257-5396. Here's some good news, and I think we all need good news. At this point in time, we all need good news. COVID-19 cases are dwindling across the country. That's good news. Cases, deaths, hospitalizations, they're at their lowest level in weeks. That's good. Now, I know in Vegas here in in Clark County in Nevada, there's still positive infections happening every day, a handful of deaths, I believe 25 deaths overnight. But compared to where things were, that is good stuff. So why isn't the mainstream media covering this? as much as they should, like they did the death toll. Well, I think you know why. Political weapon comes to mind. Political uh, political pawn, COVID-19. It's a chess piece in their game, I believe, my opinion on that. But some are saying herd immunity uh, is the reason. It might be a reason why the virus is slowing down in Miami and in some other places like Arizona and Texas and some other places that herd immunity is a part of it, not all, but a part of it. And I, I have a tendency to believe that. I think, you know, we have fought off so many things in the past that obviously herd immunity has to pay, play a, a big role in that. But if you watched the DNC last night, if, if you watched the Democratic National Convention last night, and if you believe all the lies, the distortions, and the complete garbage spewed by the left at the first night of the DNC, you would think that the president is responsible for everything horrible that has ever happened to the country. And, and uh, you know, uh, anything that you've ever faced, any challenge, the economy, I mean, and if you believe that, if you believe the lies, the distortion, and the complete garbage spewed last night, on night number one of the Democratic National Convention was a complete joke, by the way. Um, then I'm going to ask you to stop sucking on uh, the crack pipe. Put the crack pipe down. Because it was a circus. I guess tonight I'm going to be the ringmaster. Because it was a circus if you watched it. Now, of course, some of you will not watch it. And I don't blame you. Why do you want to continue to get negativity and have a bash Trump all night fun fest, because that's what it was. But I put myself in the position for all of you. I subject myself to the absolute uh, draining 90 minutes that I was forced to go through watching this after the show last night. I watched it on demand, and it was horrible. It, It was ridiculous. I mean, I don't even know where to start. Where do I start? 
I mean, racial justice, this divisive racial justice dominated pretty much the platform. This is exactly what, you know, the, at least the start of this last night was. How bad America is, how racist America is, how racist Donald Trump is, the first racist president uh, to ever uh, come into the Oval Office. And if you voted for Donald Trump, then hell, you're just as racist as he is. This was pretty much last night. I mean, wouldn't you agree? I mean, everything was Trump's fault. COVID-19 was Trump's fault. The economy is Trump's fault. Every bad thing, every challenge is Donald Trump's fault. It's interesting, though, that these lunatics that spew this have been in the office for close to 50 years, many of them. And Donald Trump has been in office less than four years. But yet every problem that America faces is, in fact, Donald Trump's fault. Isn't that something? Isn't that funny how that works? And sadly, sadly, many good Republicans will fall for this crap because they've got Trump derangement syndrome. Many Democrats that are decent people, some decent Democrats that still, well, you know, uh, connect with the Democratic Party. I don't know why. I guess it's just nostalgia and daddy was Democrat and granddaddy was Democrat and great granddaddy was Democrat. So by God, I'm going to stay a Democrat because, you know, I am still the party. Uh, I'm still wanting to be connected to the party of Kennedy. Well, Kennedy is long gone. And that Democratic Party is long gone. It has been hijacked by a leftist movement that is so out of sort, so whacked out, so out of touch. I mean, so disgusting and disgraceful that it's shocking to me that no one's embarrassed to actually call themselves a Democrat. I mean, if you're a Democrat, for God's sakes, register. As an independent, I left the Republican Party in 2010. So if I can leave the Republican Party because of their weakness, their cowardness, their, their ability to do nothing and register as an independent, why can't you do the same thing? Is party more important to you than country? That's what you have to ask yourself these days. Is party more important to you than country? So where do I start? regarding this DNC kickoff last night. And tonight's going to be wonderful. We're going to talk about tonight, tomorrow night. But it definitely focused on race. Everything was about race. You know, you had um, many Black Lives Matter lunatics talking about race. You had celebrities talking about race. And then, of course, you had George Floyd's family which, well, you know, let a moment of silence, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with, you know, the family uh, leading a moment of silence. I have no problem with that at all. I mean, absolutely no problem with that at all. But what I do have a problem with is the Floyd family making George Floyd out to be a saint, a saint he was not. And even though Derek Chavon is guilty as hell and deserves the consequences of what he did with his knee on George Floyd's neck, let's not forget George Floyd was active in criminal activity, which led to his arrest. Plus, he was on fentanyl. So let's not pretend that we have a saint like Mother Teresa that was running the streets and all of a sudden the bad blue lives decided to get a black life and just end his life because 
because that wasn't the intent. Unfortunately, that's what happened. It shouldn't have happened, but no one's going to get me to believe that Derek Chauvin woke up one day and said, by God, I'm going to put my, my knee on a neck of a black man and kill him. And sadly, that did happen. See, I'm going to give you a truth that the weak links out there don't want to give you. So what they said last night, I do have a problem with. I don't have a problem with them leading the moment of silence. But I have a problem when they said, and I quote, George should be alive today. Breonna Taylor should be alive today. Ahmed Arbery should be alive today. I agree with all of that. Eric Garner should be alive today. Stephen Clark, Antonia Jefferson, Sandra Bland, they should all be alive today. So it's up to us to carry on the fight. That's what was said by George Floyd's blood. I have no problem with that. I absolutely have no problem. But here's the problem I do have. I think they left out a few people. Like David Dorn, the retired black officer that was killed. I think they left out Cannon Hinnett, the five-year-old little boy riding his tricycle, and a black man put a gun to his head and blew his brains out. They forgot those people, didn't they? They forgot all the people that have been beaten senseless during these riots. Beaten almost to a pulp. So I have no problem. I have no problem honoring Those that should have not died. I agree a thousand percent. But David Dorn doesn't matter. Cannon Hinnant, the five-year-old little boy, doesn't matter. And the media has been freaking quiet like crickets. Shameful, sickening, disgusting, all of them, including Fox News. Disgusting. I guess those lives don't matter. So who's the real racists? When only certain lives matter. And others don't. And this is why many, including myself, say all lives matter. And in that word all, it means black, white, brown, purple with polka dots. And if anybody has a problem with that, you're a lunatic and need psychological intervention immediately. And I'm opening up the phone lines and I want you to weigh in on the conversation. 702-257-5396. 702-257-5396. is how you weigh in on the conversation. All fake social justice last night with the first night of the Democratic National Convention. It was disgusting and disgraceful. And sadly, so many people, especially young people, buy into this lunacy. I mean, I'm sorry. I do have a problem when a man's wearing a dress and literally he's hailed as a superstar. Men don't wear dresses. Sorry. The Bible's very clear about that. And if you don't believe in the Bible, then that's your problem. I believe in it, and it's my show, and I'm going to say what I believe. Last time I checked, we have a First Amendment. The level of stupidity, the level of attraction that the Democrats have for those in celebrity that say some of the most disgusting things. We touched a little bit about it last night, like Cardi B, Joe Biden looking for Cardi B's endorsement and approval when she has said some of the most sick, disturbing, whorish things that she said, and she has. 
She's called herself that. Do you watch her videos? Do you listen to her lyrics? And that is something we're supposed to look up to. Our daughters and granddaughters and sisters and nieces are supposed to look up to Cardi B. That's who the Democrats want to be associated with and connected with. My God, my God. Hey, we're all people and I get it. And we all fall short. I get it. But we're supposed to be leading a nation. And you talk about Trump? And and you say about Trump's past? And, and you say that Trump's this and he's that and he's been married three times? Do you have the same level of criticism towards these Democrats and the people they connect with that they believe are righteous citizens of the country? I'm shocked. Enlighten me, please. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. This is Steve Sanchez, Tuesday edition of the show. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, it's straight to the calls we go. Don't go away. Groundbreaking talk for a nation on the brink. You're experiencing Steve Sanchez. program steve sanchez on this tuesday edition of the show if you're just joining us we're talking about well the democratic national convention last night was the first night and i watched the whole thing what i do for all of you i put myself through the painstaking effort to watch this whole thing and it was a circus it was a disgrace it was despicable and I just cannot believe that the Democrats have moved so far to the left. I mean, it's not even the left anymore. It borders on socialism, uh, almost to the touch of communism. The thinking, I mean, the thinking is so radical from anything we've ever known. And, you know, of course, the whole thing was bash Trump. Bash Trump. Trump's responsible for COVID-19. Trump is responsible for systemic racism. Trump is responsible for the economy. Trump is responsible, even though we've been here for 50 years and we are the contributors of the problem. Trump's only been here four years. Hell, let's just blame Donald Trump. He's he's the problem. Ever since he got into office four years ago, he's the guy that has single-handedly destroyed this country. And anybody that believes that, I'll give you Carl's number. Carl, our local psychiatrist, so that you can go get some some uh, psychological intervention. I'll pay for your first session, for God's sakes. But what really got me is the whole Black Lives Matter movement tied into this whole theme of the Democratic National Convention. Again, again, George Floyd's family, they spoke. And again, I don't have a problem with the, you know, uh, moment of silence. I get, I have no problem with them, uh, you know, honoring the lives of those that shouldn't be, shouldn't have been taken. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and some others. Ahmaud Arbery. I, I'm, I'm in complete agreement. I, I'm in complete agreement with that. But it's funny that they let, well, they forgot to mention David Dorn, who is a black cop retired who was killed defending a storefront of someone he knows. He's a black cop retired. David Dorn, a pillar of the community. What happened? Is he not a black life that matters? That wasn't said. That wasn't discussed. You know why? Because it doesn't fit the narrative of their Marxist lunatic agenda. 
And that's what the Black Lives Matter is. Don't get me wrong. They're a Marxist group, period. Marxist group. They're a fraud is who they are. And then, of course, there was no mention of Cannon Hinnett, the five-year-old little boy minding his own business on his tricycle. And here comes a lunatic that shoots him in the head. But no mention of that. No mention of that. Silence. Complete silence. This is incredible. But this is the Democratic Party. And then they go on to talk about, like, you know, uh, Tom Perez, who is just, he's out of his head. If you just see Tom Perez, you know he's got a screw loose. But Tom Perez is the Democratic National Committee chairman. And Tom Perez said, and I quote, the Black Lives Matter movement has given voice to the deep-seated inequality that has plagued our nation since its inception. He said that the Democratic Party shares in their commitment to justice and here's their demands for change. He said when we nominate Joe Biden to be our standard bearer, we will not miss this moment to ensure those values are reflected in everything we do. Number one, Tom, you lunatic, there is equality. There's no inequality. You're a liar. My God, Michelle Obama spoke for 10 minutes. You're a liar, sir. You're a Hispanic, and you're the committee chairman. You're a liar. Stop pushing this hoax of systemic racism. Are you that desperate for the black vote that you're willing to use the black community as a chess game, as chess pieces in a political chess game it seems like you are and that is why many in the black community have now realized that the democratic party are nothing but frauds they are nothing but frauds and they only care about what is politically convenient for them to regain their power and their control, not only in the United States Senate, but, of course, at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, which is the White House. That's their goal, period. Nothing else. This is why all night last night it was bash Trump and everybody's a racist, and we're the Democrats, and we're the only ones that can change this. We're the only ones that could fix this. What a disgrace. And when we come back from this break, of course, we've got calls on hold. I'm going to jump to you. But when we come back from this break, I'm going to reveal to you Michelle Obama, the biggest disgrace of the night. She's a national disgrace for the things that she said and the fact checkers know she was lying through her teeth if this is what you want america and you want a biden harris ticket god bless you you'll get what you deserve 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program we'll be right back Tuesday edition of the show. Thanks for hanging out with us. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. Let's go ahead and start jumping to some of our calls on hold. First up tonight is Charles. Welcome to the program. 
Uh, howdy, Steve. The road doing? to patriot, the road to freedom, is paved by the blood of patriots. Unfortunately, yeah. And yep. last night what we saw with Michelle is that she basically threatened the American people that it could get much, much worse in our streets and our cities if they don't, we don't vote in the way they think is appropriate. She's a national disgrace. It was kind of scary. Well, Chuck U. Schumer was just on a little bit ago, and he wasn't any better. So. You oh, yeah, no, I, I, I know he, he was on tonight. He's, he's a lunatic, too. At, at the president, and he pretty much busted all off and continues on, and his popularity, whether they like it or not, hasn't moved much in the three years except in a positive direction, despite yeah. what the polls are saying. Well, you know, it's funny, Charles, that, you know, you know, Michelle Obama spewed all kinds of ridiculousness, but I love the way Donald Trump came back to her and said, I wouldn't be president without Barack. And it's really true. I mean, it's really true. If Barack Obama was so great, Hillary Clinton would have won by a landslide because, in essence, she would have given America a third term of Obama. But America didn't want that. America did not forget how Barack Obama threw our police under the bus. America did not forget how Barack Obama threw Christians under the bus. Barack Obama, uh, America didn't forget when Barack Obama allowed Hillary Clinton to allow our, our, our boys to die in Benghazi and then lie about it that it was a videotape. America didn't forget that Barack Obama gave $150 billion to Iran for their nuclear problem or program. America didn't forget that Barack Obama went on an apology tour when he was first elected to the presidency apologizing for America. America didn't forget that Barack Obama lied about Obamacare. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. You're going to save $2,500 a year. America didn't like Barack Obama lying about getting our troops out of Iraq. America remembered. That's why Hillary Clinton didn't win. So Michelle Obama being the national disgrace that she is talking about Donald Trump throwing children into cages when her husband built those cages, her husband and Joe Biden started those programs regarding those cages. She should be ashamed of herself. She said Donald Trump is the wrong president. Donald Trump, she basically pretty much called Donald Trump a racist. They had no character that he has to, that he has no steady hand to lead, that he doesn't know how to handle a pandemic. I mean, literally, literally said that I hate politics. Everybody knows I hate politics. Really, Michelle O, you hate politics? Then why were you so upset for your husband to run for the presidency? Why are you having secret meetings to be a candidate in 2024 yourself? Michelle Obama's a liar. Let's not forget Michelle Obama was cut on tape, basically saying all this for that damn flag. That's the real Michelle Obama. Let's not forget that Michelle Obama has no class when the inauguration day came and First Lady Melania Trump offers her a gift at the White House steps, and Michelle Obama has that ugly look on her face and not grateful because she is a disturbed person. 
She is a national disgrace. She proved it last night. Let's not forget that Michelle Obama also said that for the first time, she was proud of her country when Barack Obama was elected. For the first time. So everything prior to Barack Obama was no good. Until her husband, Barry Sotero, was elected, she wasn't proud of America. This is a hater of America. She's a hater of the Constitution. She's a hater of patriotism. She's a hater of the First Amendment. She's a hater of the Second Amendment. She's a hater of our flag. She's a hater of our military. She has a test for them. That's the real Michelle Obama. And I don't care how much Dana Perino, the sellout at Fox News, F-A-U-X, just lushes over her. Oh, <laughs> Michelle Obama. I don't, I've never liked Dana. She's a nobody that became a somebody. I'll leave it right there. I don't like fake people. I don't like phony people. I don't like fraudulent people. And sadly, we've got a hell of a lot of them running around the country today. I'm all about debate. I'm all about, I'm all about political opinion. But today, that's not what we have. We have a hatred from the left that is so deep, so disgusting, that when conservatives defend themselves and fight back, they're not used to that. They pull the blame game. We're the victim. Oh, those nasty conservatives. You know, when they go low, we go high. When we go low, we go... Oh, stop it. Let me ask you a question, friends. Did you see the debates? Or, excuse me, the, the convention? Did you watch Michelle Obama's speech? What are your real thoughts on it? Would you agree? Would you agree she's a national disgrace? It was disgraceful and disgusting, the things that she said and the lies, the lies that she spewed. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. Let's get right back to our busy calls. Phil, you're next. Welcome to the program. Good morning. or Actually, good afternoon. Good evening. How do you want to produce it? <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind? Um, I actually had my daughter, which was 17-year-old, watch the debate. I got better things to do. But I wanted her to watch it because this is her first time voting. Oh, good, good. Okay. So prior to that, I gave her a bunch of questions on debate. What would they discuss? Would they discuss the economy? Would they discuss about job growth? Would they discuss anything that is basically going to matter to you, you're the one that's going to be coming up in the world very quickly. You're going to be going to college, and this is what they're going to spew. And she came back to me. She's like, Dad, they didn't do anything. And I said, right. I said, isn't that amazing? I said, but the, the and then I heard all the speeches, like you just said. Michelle Obama is just sitting there saying bad things about Trump, and they, they beat that never Trump Trump to no end. I mean, it was almost like an Indian war cry drum that just kept on playing and didn't mean anything. I mean, I, I, I don't get it where how people can sit there and say, this is what I want. I want to live and I want to do and I, and I want to make money. And you're not doing any of that. And they're stopping it. It's incredible. You know? Phil, and you're, you're a good parent for what you did. And I, and I am glad that, that you offered your daughter the opportunity to think for herself, to make a decision on what she believes would be the best 
a vision cast for her America, being that she's young and just is going to be in the process for the first time. I, I applaud you for doing that. And, you know, you raised your children right because when you raise your kids right, they see the common sense. And it's it's simple. The common sense is there. It's so simplistic. Do you love America and you want the best for it and you want this greatness and, and you remember the greatness of America and we made our, we have our problems. Yes. But there's a greatness. There's a story that this country can tell that no other country on the planet can. And here's the vision for that, that the country going forward. That is what we want. And obviously, Phil, last night, that's not what you heard with the Democrats. No. And what disgusts me even more is what I, what I don't understand is these unions that back these people, and if they really actually look at, you know, what a union stands for, you know, equality, you know, people doing things and, and things getting done, how could you back somebody that doesn't support your values of what that actually means? Yeah, it's, 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 it's something. Phil, great call, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for sharing that. And, and I will tell you this, you know, the Democrats had, um, John Kasich there. And here he is like at a fork in a road, a crossroads. You know, you've got a road, a dirt road going to the right. You got a dirt road going to the left and he's in the center. And he spewed his ridiculousness. And everybody knows he's a no one. He's a nothing. The Republican Party thinks he's a joke. The only favor he can get now is with the Democrats. I mean, even Chris Christie came out and said that, uh, you know, John Kasich is a backstabber. He's untruthful. He's exhausting. And he said Biden will need a new phone number because he will not stop getting calls from John Kasich because that's who John Kasich is. He's an opportunist. Chris Christie said that four years ago, uh, when all of this went down and, you know, you know, John Kasich was the last soldier holding on. I mean, he was the Barney Fife of the Democratic, uh, of the Republican Party. He had one bullet in his pocket and his guns empty. That's John Kasich. And he was holding on like there was some chance, some chance he was going to get what he needed in terms of electoral votes, uh, to actually be the nominee. He's delusional and he was del- delusional last night. So to take serious anything about John Kasich or Meg Whitman, what a joke. I mean, a a joke. And tonight they're going to have bigger jokes, you know, at at the convention. But, you know, look, it's their convention. I get it. But even late night hosts, even late night hosts were laughing, laughing. Okay, you even had Jimmy Fallon laughing, making fun of the Democratic National Convention. It was a sleep fest. It was so ridiculous. Bernie Sanders, all of them, so ridiculous, so unprofessional. I mean, my God, you even had Stephen Colbert making fun of that convention. And you know that's something he just never does. He had no choice because it was so awful. It was god-awful. Even Seth Meyers. I mean, these guys had no choice. They were like, is this a convention or is this a bad skit from SNL? I mean, that's what happened. The clap tracks were off. I mean, you caught them giving Bernie Sanders makeup and then he sees the camera that it's live. He's like, get out of here, get out of here, get out of here. I mean, admitting that the left, the Democrats have now, you know, taken on his radical agenda. They told you last night, we're about socialism. 
We're about systemic racism. We're about, you know, people getting beaten in the streets of Portland with no justice for the victims and no consequence to the perpetrators. Incredible. 702-257-5396. Quick break. And we're going to come back and take more of your calls. Don't go away. You're never taking advice from a fool, not when you're hanging out here every single night. And I do appreciate you joining us. You know, I've been talking about a pretty powerful book that the left attempts to stop Donald Trump. It's called Blitz by David Horowitz. Last week, Rudy Giuliani endorsed the book. Horowitz is a former leftist friend. He spent his life exposing the radicals. Now, in Blitz, he reveals a secret meeting where over a hundred billion, a uh, hundred billionaires have actually pledged to stop Trump. And you're seeing that more and more now. It's all in this book, Blitz. Mike Huckabee urges everyone to read Blitz. I've read it. It's a New York Times, Amazon, Wall Street Journal, and USA Today bestseller. So get Blitz at bookstores everywhere. Or just check out the free offer and save $28. I say save the $28. Just go online to blitz411.com or call 1-800-NEWSMAX. That's 1-800-NEWSMAX. Now remember, watch David Horowitz on Newsmax TV all this week. He's on pretty much every night with Michelle Melkin, Mike Huckabee, David Horowitz, and more. You can find Newsmax TV on pretty much every major cable system. Or you can do what I do. Download the free Newsmax TV app on your smartphone and start watching anytime, anywhere. I want to remind you, I will be on Sean Spicer's show this Friday, also on Newsmax. Real news for real people. Speaking of real people, we've got a lot of real people on hold. So let's get right back to our busy calls. J.D., you're next. Welcome to the program. Uh, Steve, you got a great uh, call screener there. He's just magnificent. Oh, and Sean's I feel great. for you. Uh, I had to turn it off halfway through uh, Obama. I mean, uh, you know, you you covered it. But one thing, you know, people don't remember. Uh, she got her Princeton classmate, a Canadian, the $700 million contract to set up Obamacare. If you remember how, what a big failure that was. Yeah. Uh, the lies that, that they have uh, perpetrated last night, uh, they the newscasters today were saying that they were promoting unity. The only unity I could see was within their own ranks. They never mentioned the elephant in the country, the 10,000-pound elephant, Portland, Seattle, Chicago, all the murders of all the black people, the 4,000 murders of American citizens by illegal immigrants. They never offered to try and stop what's going on and the protest in the country. Something to the effect maybe, hey, we feel your pain, we know we're... Uh, we're going to fix this in November. They never addressed it. How could they avoid all yesterday, probably all tonight, not addressing the problems in the country right now where people are getting murdered, black people in Seattle, and where people are destroying cities and businesses? 
And I find that absolutely ludicrous. Oh, J.D., I'm going to tell you, and I appreciate the call. Thank you. You're absolutely correct. You're right. The unity was based on them uniting to say Trump's a racist. Anybody that voted for Trump's a racist. We're dealing with the most racial inequalities in America today. And, and, and that's a lie. I mean, it's just a lie. And you know, they're not going to talk about Portland and Seattle and, and Atlanta and Minneapolis. They're not going to do that. They're not going to talk about defunding the police. They're not going to talk about that because they know that it is not popular to do so. And they won't. And they're going to continue with the lunacy tonight. I'm anxious to see tonight because tonight Bill Clinton will be speaking. Jill Biden, Jill Biden will also be speaking. Uh, it's, 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 it's a circus. And most people know it's a circus. And I appreciate the call, JD, very much. Uh, he hit it right on the money. And I'm, I know who could stomach this convention and Michelle Obama saying that, you know, uh, propelling her husband and lying about it at the same time when there are independent fact checkers that know she's lying. She was a national disgrace. I don't know how anybody could say, oh, my God, she's got 80% approval ratings. Yeah, sure, prove that to me. Prove prove that to me. Incredible. Steve Sanchez, 702-257-5396 is how you enter the program. Still lots to talk about. Lots of calls on hold. Stay put. Top of the hour news is next. When we get back in hour number two, it's straight to the calls we go and more on the Democratic National Convention and the Republic, Republican National Convention coming up. We'll talk about that as well. Don't go away.